0: This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: (laughs) This is the Truth Network.
2: Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary
0: people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into kingdom pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host Robbie Dillmore. How well? <laughs> how fun today is? Well, it's like Valentine's Day. E v v v v. In case you didn't know, this coming Wednesday. Right, it's Valentine's Day and so this is sort of a special opportunity we have today on King to Pursuits, we have Tina Neely, and she's the author of a kids book with a great Valentine's Day angle. The book is Bacon Loves Everyone. <laughs> you know, as is, is as one person put it, it's impossible not to root for bacon. <laughs> well, think about it, Carmen. Pigs root, you know, that and and from what I understand, Tina. Neely is the author, and, and Tina Bacon is a, is a is your pet, right? This is correct. And she, uh, being a pig, she does have a tendency to root. I guess.
3: Well, it is a boy pig. Oh, and he and he does tend to root. So when when we got him, he was a house pig, and we went on vacation. I told my husband, I said nobody's going to let their that pig in their house. So we have a like a chicken coop corn crib and we stuck him back there with the girls and when we came back from vacation he trotted on up to the house and he looked inside and he looked back at the corn crib and he looked inside and he turned around and went back to the corn crib. So, <laughs> Because <laughs> when he was in the house he would try to root and I would say bacon no root and he'd go oh, like he was disgusted with me because he's a pig and that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so your book obviously is going to illustrate that about love, right?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, I I started writing this book during the COVID. I was actually a sous chef at the time, and they had closed down my facility, and I came home, and I told my husband, I said, what do I do from here? And I went in the backyard, and I thought, I'll just, I'll just start writing a blog. I don't know what they are or how they work, but I'll figure it out. And when I was starting to write down some notes, Bacon just kept talking to me and a pig has like 40 different sounds they make to communicate with you. And if you, if you know your pig, I knew that Bacon was saying, hello, pay attention to me, I need some lovins. So this little story just popped out while I was sitting back there.
0: That's interesting. So he's got 40 different dialects, apparently.
3: <laughs> yeah, pig's name. I didn't know that when I got him. And then the, the more you studied on him, you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, they're extremely intelligent animals. Uh,
0: and so that that's very curious to me that pigs want affection of some kind from people.
3: Yes, yes. So he was, when I brought him home, he was, I was, told that he would get no bigger than 30 pounds, that he was a little micro pig. There is no such thing for yous out there that are thinking about getting one. (laughs) (laughs) um, When we brought him home, he was smaller than my toy poodle named Goliath, who weighed five pounds. So five years later, he he was about 325, and right now I'd say he's about 350 pounds.
0: So he ate like a pig, no doubt. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, good for him, you know. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And and since he's a boy pig, it makes him a hog, right? I mean, that's the whole deal. And so yes, uh, I think I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, Tina, you've never listened to my show, but I thought that you know the whole idea of bacon was just wroth with with humor, odd uh, possibilities. So. Sp- I I do this thing called Robbie's Riddle so speaking of bacon right
2: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah now the fun begins okay oh yes it is time to play shenanigans and so (laughs) it being Valentine's Day Carmen you know what's the hit bacon Valentine card this year if you've wondered about it have you heard about it
1: no I haven't heard about it how about you?
0: I mean, Tina, you you hear about bacon all the time. What's the hit bacon Valentine Day card?
3: I have no idea.
0: Don't go bacon my heart. Aww. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's physically or emotionally, you know. It's it's it's. it's a, <laughs> and I know you're you're kind of curious about this, Carmen. What kind of ice cream? I have it on good authority that. That, you know, Bacon and loves a particular brand of ice cream. What brand might that be?
1: I'm not sure. Uh, what, what do you brand. think?
0: Have you heard that one, uh, Tina?
1: No, I have not.
0: Does Bacon like ice cream?
3: I have never given Bacon ice oh, cream. Oh, well,
0: today's his day. I mean, it's almost <laughs> Valentine's Day, and, it, and clearly he could use some Hagen dazs <laughs> Oh, that's cute. <laughs> And okay, one of my favorite. I've used this many times, but I, I, it still makes me smile just to think about it. What do you get when you cross a pig with a centipede? Don't I let have no Don't idea. let bacon try this at home. But anyway, you get you get bacon and legs.
3: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> and another one I've used before, but it just tickles me. Also, I, I, I really like this. How do you stop Canadian bacon from curling in the skillet? How do you keep...
2: I have no idea.
0: I mean, you've fried it. It just curls right up, right? Yeah. The way you stop it is you take away its tiny little broom. If you've ever seen curling, (laughs) a Canadian... Oh, the sport. Yeah, there you go. And, of course, I have one last one here for you that I did really think was funny. I'd never seen this one before, but what do you call a fir tree covered in bacon? A fir tree covered in bacon. I bet you can get this one, Tina. What do you think?
3: I know you're wrong. I can't get it. (laughs) I have no idea. So Carmen? Uh, No,
1: no idea.
0: Ah, here you go. A porky pine. There you now go. I've got new material. Yeah, you. you do. All sorts of stuff. The Porky <laughs> Pine. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, this just tickled me. Bacon jokes are just, you know, you got a root for them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how, <laughs> you know, at the end of those shenanigans, I would have a Bible riddle. So here we go. Uh, how did the bacon get waterlogged in the Bible? How did the bacon get waterlogged in the Bible? If you have the answer to that. Uh, you can call us and win at 866-348-7884. And if they know the answer, Carmen, tell them what they'll win.
1: They'll win one of our wonderful prizes from the Kingdom Pursuit Prize Vault. So call in if you know.
0: It is loaded with all kinds of books and very odd, interesting trinkets that I've received along the way. You never know what I may just give you out of the Truth Prize Vault. Because uh, you know next week, actually, or the week after next, is the NRB, National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and what my boss, too, Epperson, will tell you, it is a land of plunder. <laughs> it's like a pirate paradise. You go in there and you go, "Ah, it's time to plunder. <laughs> the reason why we say that is because all these people ship all this stuff in for the convention. They don't want to ship it back. And so they give it away by the hands full. And guess who's there? Because we drive to the NRB in Nashville. Then we bring back hands full of trinkets to give away from the Truth prize vault. So... Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. How did the bacon get waterlogged in the Bible? You know, there's not a lot of bacon in the Bible. I don't know if you noticed that, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one particular story that actually is in the New Testament. I'll give you a hint. Um, that that the peak. There's no doubt that the bacon got waterlogged. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. So Tina. Tell me, uh, you know, I'm curious about your faith and, and how that entered into the, to because I understand you're actually an award-winning author at this point.
3: I, 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 yes, I did receive the Mom's Choice Award for this story. And as far as my Christianity, um, when I had my son, who is now 26, I was holding him as a newborn baby, and I looked at my husband and I said, "This child needs Jesus." And not really realizing at that moment that I still didn't truly have a relationship with
0: Jesus. Wow! So on
3: my first Mother's Day, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior.
0: Wow, what and a story. Is- well, we got to go to a break, I can tell by the music, but we come back, we're gonna hear more from Tina Neely, and we got callers that think they know about this waterlogged bacon, and it's gonna be so much fun. What a story, Tina. I'm gonna dig into that. Again, Call us with your thoughts, 866 348 7884. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today, our passion is bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was so much fun. We have Tina Neely, the author of the kid's book with a great Valentine's Day angle. The book is Bacon Loves Everyone. And it's a story about her pet uh, bacon, which is quite a character it sounds like. But, uh, you know, we have wonderfully Riddlers who want to answer, you know, how did the bacon get waterlogged in the Bible? So first up we got Ramona is, let's see doesn't say where Ramona is at, but Ramona, good morning. You're on Kingdom Pursuits. Where, where are you at, Ramona?
2: Um, um, Stokes County.
0: All right. They're up yeah. in King or somewhere like that, right?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, we're next door. <laughs> okay.
0: Are you in Pilot Mountain we're, or
2: something? No, actually. Oh, jeez, don't mention Pilot Mountain to me. They were in the news yesterday. Oh. Poor, poor lady got killed by her husband. Oh, no. But anyway, no, yeah, sad, sad story. When we when we hear stuff like that, I mean, it's big for our county because we're we're semi-rural. Yeah. And and so when something comes up like that, it's just uh, everybody knows about it. We're sad. Yeah. But anyway, it was a husband and wife thing, and they they arrested him, and he's yeah. been charged with murder. So, anyway, um, well, I know this. I know where it came. In fact, I got the curling joke that you gave the last one. <laughs> I, I instantly thought Canadian bacon, they do curling up there. Yeah. You know what curling is. I'd never, you know, learned all this stuff when I finally grew up. <laughs> that's a, don't do a lot of curling in, in Stokes world. County,
0: yeah. That's just not a... <laughs> No,
2: no, no. Not at all. But anyway, this is a story of Jesus and the, the country of the Gadarenes.
0: Oh, wow. Well and, said. Um,
2: you know, those two demon-possessed men, you know, they were coming out of the tombs and violent and everything. And uh, anyway, there was a herd of pigs feeding nearby. Right. And the demons begged him to, you know, don't send us. Where did he was going to send them? You, you come here to torment us before our time or something like that. Right. So they asked to, to be sent into a herd, a herd of pigs.
0: And you know what, I I heard an amazing sermon on that story this week Mm -hmm. that just really touched me, and what this pastor made reference to was that when Jesus got in the boat, this is right before the storm came up, right? That part Mm -hmm. of the reason that Jesus, the beginning of of the whole story of the man, of the the maniac, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: was that the reason Jesus got in the boat was he heard the screaming of that man, and and he made that trip across, you know, all the stormy seas and all that stuff oh, really? because, he's, well, yeah, I mean, wow, so if you go back I and look it. at it, it's like the beginning of the story actually goes back to uh-huh. Jesus getting into the boat, and of course he's just on his way to go help this man, and and right. and, and when you look at him rebuking the storm, he rebukes it like he would rebuke a demon, and, and, right, right. Yeah, and so it was like the demons brought the storm because they didn't want Jesus coming.
2: Ew, that's fascinating. Oh gosh, you could you could make a sermon out of that. Uh, well,
0: he did. Believe me, it was awesome. It was It was It, it, was, it was a spectacular oh sermon and and it was really amazing how, you know, d- how intentional Jesus was on on yeah. saving that man that literally did everything he did. Right? Right. That's Everything. beautiful. Isn't it? Well, thank you, Ramona. Okay. Who
2: was this preacher? Well, wait, wait, wait. Who was the preacher? I'd love to hear that sermon. Or was it not recorded? It was <laughs>
0: recorded. It's actually, and I wish I could tell you his name, but my daughter oh. went to this church in Birmingham, Alabama, when she went to Sanford University, and she still follows it. And oh. every time there's a good sermon, she texts it to me. <laughs> and so if you will, I'm going to put you on hold when I get off the phone with you, and then I will text it to you. Uh, because okay. I can't remember the name, I know that it's an amazing right. church in Birmingham, Alabama, but I cannot tell you the pastor's name off the top of my head.
2: Well, before you go, before you go, if you give me one more minute, I will. Because yeah, they were sent; the, the demons were sent into her. The pigs they went over the cliff and drowned. Waterlogged. That's how the bacon got waterlogged. Oh, yeah. Okay, but let me tell you another thing that we discovered in our studies, and my husband he saw right through the whole thing. But we were having the children's Bible Bible. Uh, Bible school Wednesday night told the story of the prodigal son and how he was uh, feeding the pigs and the pigs were unclean mm. and everything. And this one little boy, he's a very smart, young man. He said, well, why, why were they raising pigs? You know, this is the story of a Jewish young man who was the prodigal son. Who told, we, the, the whole point of the story was, was that the father loved his son, and welcomed him back when he came home. That was the Valentine's Day message. That was the angle of it. But this little boy had to ask, well, why in the world were they raising pigs? And none of us thought of the reason why, because of context. And I say that, that word pops into my mind, context, context, context. Kind of like location, 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 you know, with buying a house. So anyway, and I thought, golly, I should have thought of that, but I really didn't have the context, never thought of it that way. So I went home, uh, the story was related to our choir, and everybody thought, how cute, this little boy is very smart. And we thought, oh, you, you know those Jews, right. how they're merchants, uh, extraordinaire, and they'll raise pigs and make money off the Gentiles, but never eat the, pe- the, the, the pork themselves. Little did I know, the next morning when I shared it with my husband, he said, Well, no, they weren't raising pigs. That He was in the far country. And I looked it up, and there it was. Yeah, he was. Both passages, they were, they, they were the, when Jesus was to do with pigs and all and stuff, it was always in the far country from what they could see. So it wasn't Jews that were raising pigs. Yeah, the but man nowadays had, they probably do. You yeah, know? the
0: man had not only strayed from his family, um, you mm-hmm. know, he strayed from his country. And, and clearly yeah. I, I've, I love that story. And I'll tell you what's really cool. I saw it this week as well, Ramona, it, it, it's something that I attended. Was Somebody had taken the picture that Rambant painted of the prodigal son. Which, oh. if you spend some time looking at that painting and looking at the details of it, he pointed out that the father's hands, when you look closely, the right hand is a feminine hand, and the left hand is a masculine hand. And yeah. we look closely at the hands, showing that you know the father's mother heart on the right hand, and on the left hand it is a masculine hand. It 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 showed, of course, the older brother standing there with his hands folded. It shows. The prodigal's feet, if you look closely at the at the you know he'd come a long way and mm-hmm. and, and then the the interesting thing is there were four people, actually five people in the picture, if you look closely mm-hmm. and the the question that the author of this book was pointing out was, which of these people standing there are you and it turned out to be a <sighs> trick question that actually we are all of them. At times, we're the prodigal father. At times, we're the prodigal. At, at times, we're the older brother. At, you know, and at times, we're just an onlooker. Um, it's, an, it's an amazing thing, the whole thing. Anyway, I appreciate your call so much, Ramona. Wow. And I'm going to put you on hold, Thank and we'll, you. Get you, we'll get you that sermon. It's amazing. So just hang all on. Right.
2: and that, that will be my gift. You don't have to send me anything else. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Ramona. Thank you.
0: God bless.
1: God bless
0: you, too. All right. So we also have Mrs. J, if she's still with us. Miss J, are you with us?
1: Yes, I am still with you. Hi, Miss Tina. Hello. <laughs> Tina, I, I, you're going to be my person that I'm going to look up to because um, I submitted my book, and they want it, and um, I'm hoping to finish it. <laughs> That's my, awesome. It's starfish that wanted to roll. So um, I hope I can get your book. I hope Are I you, can get your book, the starfish
0: that um, wanted to roll. Yes. Well, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Did he want to rock too, or just roll?
1: <laughs> I just want to roll. Now, You know, we—it's going to take Kool Aid and popcorn to talk about it. But, but my, thing is, my, my, um, my 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 um, my my bacon thing is the one about. When they um when when they were when God was flooding the land and He called two of them oh, out. So oh 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 in the boat. Yes, get in the boat and they were traveling on. So they're on the log, you know, from the um wood. Oh, that's creative. Not only is it in the New Testament, it's in the Old Testament uh, as well. You
0: are right. You are exactly right. I man, as always, my listeners are smarter than me. That is brilliant.
1: No, not smarter. We connect to them. but he said greater works we should do. After you teach us, so there you, know. you
0: go. That is beautiful. <laughs> they were waterlogged. <laughs> yeah. <they> were waterlogged. <laughs> and if it weren't for those two, right, Bacon it, would not have existed, Tina. I mean, there you go. It would not
1: have existed at all. So I was like, <laughs> yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, and I hope I can get Miss Tina's book. Well, amazing. we are
0: we're going to put you down because they think Miss Tina will send us some, and I will make sure yeah, that cool. you get one, Miss Jay. So.
1: Thank you, and also need that sermon, too. You don't mind texting that to me,
0: because I was interested. Oh, it is a great sermon. It is, it is, it is is world-class, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. As is that church, every time I've ever lead. been to it. I'm,
1: I'm following
0: your lead, Brother Robbie. I really am. Uh, <laughs> thank you. God bless, Miss J. You have a great weekend. <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: You too. Bye.
0: <laughs> so, getting back to Tina, when we left her hero oh, Tina, Tina, I loved, loved, loved your story about Your son was born. You're holding him, and you said this guy needs Jesus, right? Yes, sir. And so the first question I have about that is you said shortly thereafter on Mother's Day you received Jesus. How did that happen? What exactly? How did God get your attention?
3: I think he got my attention with my son. I I think the motherly instinct had kicked in that I wanted to provide the best for my child, and I knew that was
0: with Jesus. Wow, I can't believe another break comes up just when I'm fixed to get to this. Well, so we will get to this when we come back in the next segment. Meanwhile, you know, if you got a question or a comment, by all means, you call us. 866-348-7884. We'll be back with more of Tina. And we are going to get to this story <laughs> about her son. And i got to find out about her son. So we, we're going to find out about that. It's a Valentine's Day special today on Kingdom Pursuits. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we're talking with Tina Neely. She's the author of the book Bacon Loves Everyone. And here we are, you know, on Valentine's Day, EVVVVVV. It's going to be Wednesday. You don't want to miss that. It's always February 14th, my wife tells me. <laughs> And so you want to be prepared and maybe you need to be prepared with bacon. Just saying, I don't know how it works out. But anyway, (laughs) but we were talking to Tina and and she was talking about, I love this, that your son, you know, you're holding him and you want him right to spend eternity with Jesus who, who, you know, we all want that for our children, but that led to your own. And, And so was there something on that mother's day, a sermon or what, what actually hit you?
3: I always tell my son, I think that he saved me. It was, and it's the same way with this book. I just feel like, you know, when God is nudging you and it was like, this is your time to accept me. And it was like one of the, well, probably the most precious moment of my life, even more than having given birth to my child, even more than marrying my husband. My husband and I both always say that we love each other, but we take second seat to Jesus. Right. And and it was just a true gift. It was the best Mother's Day gift I could have ever received.
0: Yeah, I and so was he involved in, you had said you'd gone out to your backyard because you felt like you were supposed to write a book.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Was that one of those nudges you just said?
3: Yes, yes. I, I, I definitely thought uh, my husband and I do an outreach ministry at an uh, inner city church, and I our church is very giving and very caring, but it's a small church, and I just feel that there is a bigger need there than that our church may be able to financially provide for these children. So I, I told my husband, I said I want to create something that will allow me more freedom, help me with my retirement, but just let me be a giver, just and and I, I need some kind of source with that. And then when this story came about, and I'm sitting there, and I'm I just. I was like, this is it. So then I wrote this book. This The story took all of 15 minutes to write. It's taken me three years to get to this point. And I can remember doing it initially, and I did it in watercolors. And it was just like I could hear the Lord going, it's going to happen, but it's going to be down the road. Just trust me. It, it's It's going to happen. It's just down the road. And it was just like it just washed over my body. And I was like, well, this is in his hands now. So... Every day that I pray over this book, I have a ton of people that pray with me over this situation, that this is being done to glorify God, and the message is about love. And we just can't hear that enough. No matter what our age is, we all need to hear that.
0: So, so tell us about the book itself. Like, how is it a message about love?
3: Um, Bacon has his own little language. and It's not big Latin, but he it is his own little language. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, That would make perfect sense. (laughs) I understand, yeah.
3: And so when I said that they make all the different sounds, so in in the book I've written, that's this little ditty. So when he loves you and he's trying to get your attention, so he's very optimistic. He's kind of oblivious to his surroundings. He kind of doesn't even notice that people are kind of passing him by. He just knows he's worthy. He knows he needs love, and he knows his forever family is out there. So he is going to sing to anybody that walks by to buy him at the flea market where he's up for sale. Oh, wow. Oink, diddy, oink, diddy, oink, oink, oink. And that's what a pig says when he loves you.
2: really? Right. And
3: he, he finally comes across to his forever family, which happens to be me and my husband. And then he comes back to the house, and he, he connects with all his new forever friends and the messages that you're loved.
0: So it's kind of like the forever family spoke his language because they understood Correct. what oinkity, oinkity, oink, oink, oink meant. Yeah, <laughs> Right. I mean, it's, it's, Gary Chapman wrote a book, The Five Love Languages. <clears throat> you may be familiar with it. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually a pastor in, in a church I was a member of for years and years and years, and um, you know I never had considered that that you know animals have love languages, but they certainly do. Like we have a um, miniature dachshund who's stayed miniature, <laughs> <laughs> or she I should say, her name is Ruby, and if she doesn't have a love language, I don't know And an- I mean she can look at you with these eyes and it's clear what she wants at the moment, right? You you know, if that means, you know, and, but she can bark. And then the other thing that she can do, I've never seen a dog do it like this one. <clears throat> she can sing. I mean, literally, <laughs> literally, if you start singing, whatever that may be, then she jumps right in and she picks up her head and she will sing. And, and you better be ready because she's going to give you the full chorus, And if you don't, Commend her while she's singing, you know she'll stop, but if she goes, that's great singing <laughs> ruby and and she just is, I'm pretty sure she's praising god i'm I'm almost certain it's a hymn, <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> but you know, I think you're absolutely right that 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 somehow or another, I don't know how it works, um but I don't have to I mean clearly they're expressing themselves and and there's something to that, right I think so. And so that's I mean, how you won the Mom's, what was it called, the Mom's Choice, Mom's Pick?
3: Mom's Choice Award, yes. So it's just based on uh, quality of information or materials that they think that new moms will be appreciative of.
0: Oh, and and so um, I know the thought on everybody's mind. Did your son receive Jesus?
3: Yes, yes. So he was very young. We were at a revival. And he was across the tent and he comes running over to me and he's like, mom, what do I do? What do I do? And he said, I I need you to go up there with me. And I said, I can't do that. I said, that's between you and Jesus. I said, I can come up afterwards, but this is a decision you need to make on your own. And I leaned over to tell my husband and before I could get it out a corner of my eye, he's running up the aisle.
0: Wow. Accepting Jesus. How old was he?
3: He was five.
0: Isn't that awesome? And today, yeah. did you say he was twenty-six? Yes. Wow. <laughs> and how long have you had Bacon?
3: We've had him seven years.
0: And that's just awesome. And they
3: live. They live to, on average, to be twenty years old.
0: Really? So similar to a mm-hmm. dog, but nonetheless, uh, a language all their own. And and so now Bacon lives out there with the chickens. She's he's got friends yeah. out there.
3: Yes, and you'll appreciate this with your sense of humor. He, his best buddy is
1: Eggs.
0: <laughs> You're right. I do appreciate that. <laughs> and so is Eggs a hen? Yes. Well, that would make sense. Yes.
2: So uh, the, that's one of my future stories I
3: have already written out. I just need to illustrate it.
0: Well, that's the other so. question I have. Like, So you illustrated this book, too? I did. I did. So
3: I come from, my dad was an artist, so I worked for my parents for many years at a sign shop. So I had some knowledge of laying out things for signs, and but I hadn't touched anything. I hadn't drawn anything in decades. And my husband's like, you're going to get to illustrate this. I said, well, I am. He says, can you do that? I said, well, I can now. <laughs> so it took me a minute, but I think it turned out really sweet.
0: And you did it with, did you do it with watercolors?
3: I initially did it with watercolors, and I didn't. I was like, "That's not the vibe I want to give off on this book." So, I said, "I'll just do it digitally." But I didn't know where the on button was on the machine, so it, I, I had some very kind people from church that helped guide me
0: over and, and over that's, again. That's that's awesome. So the cover that's the, the picture that's on the cover, which by the way is at kingdompursuits.com. If you go to kingdompursuits.com, you'll see a way to you know get it on Amazon, all that kind of stuff. But that cover is yours as well. Yes. Oh, wow. What a gifting. What a neat thing. I, I just think it's so exciting. that um, And so how long ago was it published?
3: Just this past month, the 23rd of January.
0: Oh, really? hmm <clears throat> And so are you going to be at the NRB next week? I will be. How oh, fun. So I'll get to meet you. That'll yeah. be wonderful. I am excited about that. And where do, you, where do you actually live?
3: Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: Oh. So, so bacon is up there in the freezer section. <laughs> <laughs> Behave. <laughs> I understand. All right. Well, we're going to be back in a minute with much more Kingdom Pursuits. Of course, if you've got a comment, a question, or maybe a bacon joke that you don't think I've heard, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today, what a what a treat to have as a Valentine's Day special. We have Tina Neely. She is the author of the book "Bacon Loves Everyone," and uh, you know what a just a, a marvelous story. And and I was thinking about it during the break that what Bacon was doing. Um, when it was calling out oinkity oink oink oink
1: <laughs>
0: which I got to admit that's really fun to say. Um, <laughs> it is. Is Bacon was literally loving everyone and in spite of the fact that many didn't answer her, it didn't change her attitude to continue to call out to everyone. I love mm-hmm. you, right? Right. And you know, I think that's a childlike heart, and I think that that's where I mess up a lot. Right? Is is I get hurt? I get my feelings hurt, and my focus goes on me, rather than all those wonderful people that are walking by me, that that are, are that I ought to be going oinkety oink oink oink, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you like that, you'll love the other sounds because the dog says rough, diddy, rough, diddy, rough, 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 and the fish oh, oh, diddy, glub, oh, diddy, glob, glob, oh.
2: So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. Naturally. So, what does eggs have to say for herself? <laughs> cluck, diddy, cluck, diddy, cluck, cluck, uh, cluck. Oh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the sequel, uh, Eggs to go with bacon, um, have you got the title for that one yet?
3: The Comfy wumpy,
0: Sleepy Spot. The what now?
3: The Comfy, Bacon's Comfy Womfy Sleepy Spot.
0: Oh, wow. Bacon's Comfy Womfy Sleeping Spot. Yeah, there you go. And, and I would imagine that must be close to eggs?
3: Um, yes, they sleep together.
0: Yeah. And so, <laughs> in Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio, isn't that wonderful? And... Like did you guys get a lot of snow in this last storm, I suppose?
3: um actually, we have not gotten a whole lot of snow, just a dusting, but it's been extremely cold,
0: yeah, and so bacon still is hanging out with the, with the hen in the in the rather than coming inside
3: yes, yes, um they're like I said, they're fascinating animals. He depending on the season, he will either dig himself a huge hole and fill it with straw and bury himself in there in in the cold times. And then all the chickens I have will climb on top of that, top of his back. So they're keep he's keeping their feet warm, and they're keeping his back warm. And when he comes out from underneath there, when he needs to be fed or drink, he is, like, putting off steam. So.
0: <laughs> That's so beautiful. You know, we had a hairless dog for years. We called it Harry, you could imagine. <laughs> but anyway, because Harry didn't have any hair... I mean, he had to stay under a blanket constantly. I mean, he would find a blanket and talk about rooting. I mean, that's the deal. He's trying to stay warm. And right. so, when you think about it, pigs don't—they aren't covered with a lot of fur. And so, poor Bacon is—you know—it's. But I love the idea. Now, one of the chickens love him. Yes, he puts off a lot of heat. I would think, and 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 I love to. That he knows, I mean, I had never even thought about the fact that the, the pig would be rooting around in order to get warm. But, I mean, that, that whole thing just makes sense to me. And, and, I, and I love your childlike heart. And I think, you know, that's a big part of what mom's pigs should be about, right? That... <laughs>
3: I think so. I mean, I think that just keep it simple. I think there's a lot of clutter going on for our children, a lot of exposure to the things that they don't necessarily need to be exposed to. And this is just very old school and just keeping the message very simple and the importance of loving one another
0: and
3: expressing that.
0: Right. Because, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I love that you said that because number one, writing a book is expressing yourself. But also God's name, Yahweh, in Hebrew, when you, when you dig into that, the idea of it is an expression. Because what good is love if it's not expressed? And, and Amen. the fact that God wrote the Bible, the, the fact that God gets us these messages when he speaks to us, when he nudges us like you're talking about, I mean, that's him expressing, and, and that's what he is, and that's really what Valentine's Day is. Right when you were a kid and you made out all those Valentine ki- ki- cards for every kid in your class, isn't that the way that was supposed to be? Weren't you going oinkety oink? <laughs> 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 well, think about it. I mean, that's a simple message. And I'm I, my daughter's a third grade teacher, actually the one that sent me that sermon, a- and that's the deal. Like everybody gets everybody a card.
3: Yes. And. Uh, well, one of the classes I just read, to, the teacher contacted me the next day and she's like, because when I, when I was speaking to the children, I said, I know we need to express that to each other. I said, but I know sometimes that's awkward that if we're telling our friend, especially, you know, if you have two little guys or girls or whatever saying, hey, I love you when you're in school. I said, if you if you look at them and just tell them, oink, diddy, oink, diddy, oink, 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 they'll know what you mean. She <laughs> says, Tina, my class was oink, diddy and all day long today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because it's fun, and it's and it's you know that's the whole deal. You know what? You know, someday you'll have grandkids if you don't have them. And and I have eleven. And and, and you have eleven grandkids. I have eleven grandkids. Yes. Well, good for you. Well, you know that for a while they don't go to the dark side, and they'll still say oinkety oinkety oink oink oink. But when they get to be about ten or eleven, they quit oinketying, and you know it's hard. It's hard. But right. then someday they'll have kids too. And they'll be able to oinkety-oink again. And we get, when we get older, we get able to oinkety-oink. So thank you for what you're doing. God bless you. So much fun having you. I look forward to meeting you here in about a week. Again, we thank you for listening to uh, Kingdom Pursuits. It's obviously the listeners that make this show. Stay tuned. We got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging Prayer with James Banks
2: coming right up. This is the Truth Network.